We're here today at the Career Pro Podcast. We're here with Kimberly Williams, yay, from really Eastern North Carolina Correct. right now. You're in Jacksonville? I am. NC for me. So are we going to talk about NC for me or your HR background? I, let's cover a number of things because you're doing fantastic things in this state for military people on the behalf of people exiting the military and looking for opportunities. Tell us what's going on there. Absolutely. So NC for me is North Carolina for military employment. And I started this program years ago uh, in 2014. We rolled it out live under the governor's office in 2015. And it's an initiative to make sure our transitioning service members across the state get meaningful employment in North Carolina. Yay. What's going on right now in North Carolina as we look into two 2020. Absolutely. Well, interesting, we'll go back a little bit. When we started the initiative, the focus was really on making sure these transitioning service members got meaningful employment, right? And we had hundreds of service members looking for jobs. With the unemployment rate as low as it is right now, and because we've done a great job educating employers on the value of hiring our transitioning service members, we now realize that we've got hundreds of employers looking for high-performing talent. They're looking at our service members for that. So we're working with them as well as now our spouses, our military spouses, because that unemployment rate with the spouses is exceptionally high. So we work with our transitioning service members and with our military spouses, and we connect them with employers across the state that are looking for high-performing talent. I know. Excellent. Well said. Uh, how many organizations do you speak to a year? I mean, you are traveling all over the state. It's almost like you work out of the governor's office, but you don't. You have a regular job, and you do yes. this. Well, I have a passion for helping our service members. My daughter is a Marine. She's a sergeant in the Marine Corps in avionics up in San Diego. We're very proud of her. But the reality is I started in this work because uh, my background is in human resources. So I understand what HR directors are looking for. I understand what um, strategic leaders in companies across the country are looking for. And so what I wanted to do was educate them on the value. I wanted them to look at our military personnel as a workforce because, quite honestly, they hadn't in the past. We know that about 1% of the nation's population is in the military, and then the other 99% are the rest of us that don't really understand their jobs and the value they bring. But the reality is about 80% of all the military occupational specialties um, are, have a civilian counterpart. So there are some people leaving the military right now that have uh, experience in jobs that our employers are looking for here in North Carolina. So I took my HR experience and my desire to help our service members and decided to start this initiative across the state, and we have been incredibly successful. We've been uh, really excited, to, uh, I have been, to work with you and be on a couple of boards with you and just bring that energy into the room to educate, really, HR people uh, in the meetings that I've done with you. What don't HR people who maybe weren't in the military, they've, they have military maybe people working for them, but what does HR need to know about this talented group of people that has uh, incredible amount of money spent on them in training, not just to right. fight, physically fight, uh, the fight, but also some of these specialized skills that they need. What do they need to know? Well, it's interesting because, you know, my perception of, of service members, people in the military, is that they basically wore uniforms, either you know, they drove a tank or they shot guns, but <laughs> I really didn't have a good picture of it. So when you don't, you kind of avoid that group when they're looking for jobs. And we, we're always told to hire a veteran because it's the right thing to do. And, and it feels good to say that. 
But you saw a need and knew we needed to do more. Exactly. And at the end of the day, though, in human resources, your goal is to make sure you staff your company with the most high-performing talent you can. So what we want to do is we want to educate HR professionals that if you're looking for someone high-performing, reach into the talent pool in the military. You're absolutely right, John, in what you said. Our service members are trained in so much more than just the tactical piece. They're trained in coaching, they're trained in uh, strategic leadership, customer service, business acumen, valuing diversity, ethics and integrity, all those things that every company in this state, really in this country, are looking for. So we want to make sure HR professionals understand that those things that you evaluate your employees on every year on their performance evaluations are the exact things that we train our military in. So they're ready to come on board. They're trained. Typically, um, when they're coming right out of the military, they're drug-free. They're physically fit. So, I mean, it's a win-win. Oh, win, win, win. What are what are you doing now? What do we have to look forward to? What right. are some of the coming events? Because now you're doing, you're really bringing these employers and these ex-service service folks together, uh, their spouses. Right. I mean, you're doing a lot. Yeah, it's exciting work, and 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 it and we're doing so well. Um, our our right now we're holding HR some we're holding summits, employment summits, some military employment summits. We call them NC for Me summits, and we've realized that people understand the value and often just don't understand how to connect. So we will have uh, at our HR at our. At our summits, our NC for Me summits, we will have uh, subject matter experts from across the state and out of the state, as a matter of fact. So we have people from Cisco and MetLife at very high levels, vice president level, director levels. Um, companies in North Carolina like Pike Corporation, they're vice president of human resources. These people that are subject matter experts on how to, one, source, right, how to recruit and select people from the military and their spouses, how to um, retain, and then how to implement veteran strategies in your organization. So you can come to our summits and hear about best practices that you can actually walk away from that summit and implement things that are going to make a difference in your organization. And we've been able to talk a lot about what employers can do to just, to not just have that feel good. We're friendly. Yes, they're veterans preference, but to really make it tangible and visceral exactly. on their site, you're doing things and advising there too as well. Absolutely. So we'll work with companies and, and teach them and educate them and actually work together to understand how can we put something in our organization at a strategic level that'll make a difference if we're going to hire this high performing talent and keep them. Mm. So we're excited to work with those companies and make that and it's making a difference. I mean, at the end of the day, don't you want, at the end of the day, you want to have the highest performing candidate you can find, right, that is going to stay with your company. And we know that in the military, uh, typically service members uh, stay on the job twice as long as their peers that don't have military experience. We are also realizing that our veterans uh, and our military spouses are really high performing, most of them overeducated for the current positions that they hold. So underemployed spouses are a real target area for us right now. And that's, that spouse group has is some of the really well-educated, there are a lot of people that have more training than you think and are ready to go to work more than you think. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head with that one, John. Uh, because I've seen that, that some of the spouses, there have been spouses. I talked to uh, the general who runs the 82nd Airborne. He said, we have spouses that hold law degrees. We have That's spouses correct. that have been through the military and retired early to have a family there, right. but they're ready to go back to work and they're good and they're excellent. And he, he said to retain some of the troops full time, he said, if we can get those military spouses working. That's so that, exactly right. And how about 
What are you doing for the guard, the reserve? Are the, we're friendly to those. We're not discounting anybody. Absolutely not. Actually, we have a strategic partnership with the Guard and Reserve, and our adjutant general, General Hunt, is on our steering committee with NC for Me, um, and so is our past adjutant general, General Lusk. So we work directly with the Guard and Reserve, and Eric Burgos, who runs their education and employment center, um, actually is on our leadership team. So we have a very big connection with the Guard and Reserve. We want to make sure that, uh, that those folks that are in the Guard and Reserve around the state of North Carolina have jobs here in the state so they can continue their work with the Garden Reserve because it's incredibly important to our state. And we were, I know, I, for the longest time during, what is it now, been 18 years in our, you know, over in the Middle East, uh, we're the most deployed state in the nation for many, many years running. So it's been, it's real, it can be a real drain on the families, it can be a real drain on the talent pool, but when they're coming back and when they're transitioning a lot of times out of the military or they need that help in the Guard and Reserve, it's nice to have these resources. What went on before this? I mean, I think there was a lot of good intentions. I saw people wanting to be hired, but I know if when we look at you, Sarah Law, and we look at these other things, some folks were just kind of left behind. Right. They they right. couldn't maybe they, you know, the the company gave them their job back when they came back, and there was a lot of great intentions there, and companies followed through and they did the best they could. But I see this as a real boon for both employers and military people. What did you see? Where did you see that gap when you really well, saw it? You know, that's an interesting question because it, gap is exactly what I saw. So we have some great organizations uh, that are veteran service organizations doing great work. One in particular, employer support for Guard and Reserve, yeah, ESGR. ESGR, yep. The USO of North Carolina. The Society for Human Resource Management, the mm -hmm. Guard and Reserve. The reality is we have partnered with all of those organizations. So NC for me serves as an umbrella for a lot of the service organizations to get a lot of the work done. We kind of filled that gap. Um, I will, if your listeners get an opportunity to go to ncforme.org, take a look at what it is we do and who our partner organizations are. One of our biggest partners, been the biggest support is the state. The reality is we work directly with the Department of Military and Veterans Affairs and Secretary Hall, who's been an incredible supporter for us. And we work directly with the Department of Commerce, NC Works, all of our workforce centers, um, who are also on our steering committee and our leadership team. We are incredibly connected with those organizations and what they do to support this initiative to make sure we're all working in the same direction has been phenomenal. So this isn't something that you developed, which you started this in Virginia, didn't you? I started you, you very this. Yes, very similar. I've started Virginia Values Vets, which is very mm -hmm. similar to this initiative. Well, thank you for moving Absolutely. to North Carolina yeah. and bringing that. Tell us maybe a, just, I've heard when we've been together in a couple of talks, uh, you talk about some of the people you've hired. Who have you hired? Oh, that's interesting. Maybe just a couple quick stuff. Yes. So um, I am also the Director of Human Resources, my day job. Oh. I'm the Director of Human Resources for the city of Jacksonville, which is the home of the Marines in uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Uh -huh. And uh, when I had an HR management position open up on my team, I thought, well, I've got to walk my talk. And so I interviewed a lot of people that had great HR background. And I had one individual that applied who was a recent or actually in the process of, of transitioning out. And he was a sergeant major, 25 years, infantry, Marine Corps. And I want you to think about that for a minute. Most people conjure <laughs> up something in their mind. Uh, and uh, the reality is that gentleman for those 25 years, the majority of them either did recruiting and or HR management. So I hired him uh, into the role of HR manager. He's one of the best hires I've ever had. 
And you, tell us a little bit about your background going back. You've run sure. very big organizations. Yes. yes. So I, I I consider myself to be kind of on the downward end of my career, and I'm trying to. <laughs> I don't think there's any energy drain from what where you're going. Right. I've worked for a couple large organizations. I work for Carnival Cruise Lines, land-based operations, so the resorts and casinos as a director of HR, regional director, uh, and then I moved to a company called Diageo with Smirnoff, mm -hmm. Guinness, Hagendas, and Burger King, and I led the Burger King brand initiative as the. Uh, director for the United States uh, for Burger King brand for many, many years. So my experience in human resources is pretty vast, and I wanted to take that experience in human resources and give it to someone that could use it. And that's my, that's my, uh, my gift to the military, is helping those transitioning service members and their spouses with my HR experience connect with other HR folks across the state that'll get them employed. Well, that's that's really great. What? How about? I'm going to throw out a little bit of a, a different twist to the question to you. What about those of those people who have been injured, disabled sure. to some degree, even families, Gold Star families, etc. Are they welcome around NC for me and what's going on in this state? Oh my goodness, absolutely. Our goal is to make sure that we touch anyone that has military experience or connected to military families that are looking for meaningful employment in the state. Um, and I think it's important too to mention, we don't charge anybody. We don't mm -hmm. charge the employers mm -hmm. to be engaged and we have hundreds of employers. We don't charge any of the service members or their family members to be engaged. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's, there's, there's, no, there's no downside to this initiative. And really what you're saying is that anybody who touches military, including those families who've had setbacks, and, and if someone's out there listening who says, well, I know a friend of mine who's, you know, was hurt, he went through the VA, he got help, he's okay, but he's very underemployed, that person can engage with NC Absolutely. for me. We encourage that, don't we? Well, not only encourage it, I would suggest that your listeners go to ncforme.org, look at our hiring events coming up. These are not job fairs. They are hiring events. They're predetermined interviews. And we will connect you with employers that are interested in your skill set. And then also come to our summits. Learn about some things that will help you as you grow. These aren't closed summits. Anybody no. can go and learn about what we're doing in the state. And I know I want to thank you, too, because you've been such a friend to anybody who's a part of the cause, who's favorable about these military and military families and, and what they're doing and, and bringing them here and keeping them here and retaining that great talent. You've just been a friend to ours, us, our clients, our corporate clients, and we just want to thank you for that, Kimberly. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. We look forward to next time and talking more about the great initiatives you're doing with NC for me.